Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away today. We are live this afternoon from the Supporting Our Schools Backpack and Supply Drive from Salvio Pacheco Square in downtown Concord. And you know, Patty, it's just tough for kids to go back to school without backpacks and other supplies. And with the pandemic continuing to cause financial strains on families, this drive will get school supplies to kids whose parents cannot afford them. We're going to talk more about this, and we are very lucky because we lured our guests to come visit us at the square. Yeah. We are joined live at the square by Congress. Mark DeSonia. He represents Contra Costa County and California's 11th District. Thank you for stopping by. My pleasure. It's really you, lovely. You know, there is so much need when it comes to California school students. I mean, where to begin? Well, fortunately, there are all these great partnerships and nonprofits who have done this for a number of years. But I don't think most Californians realize that one in four of our kids are under the federal poverty re- level. So doing these kind of support systems, giving them the basic ingredients to go back to school is really important. And it's created wonderful, wonderful partnerships. I know you got started on the local level. Uh, city Council, right? Uh, a you long the time s- ago. School board, right? Never no? on the school board. Okay. No. But how has it changed? Is it improving at all? Give us your 30,000 foot level on how uh, the environment for kids and learning and supplies uh, has changed over the years since you've been serving the public? Well, uh, it's just been a challenge. California's grown so much. You know, 30 years ago, we had 16 million people. Now we have 40 million people. The, the kids are very different, very diverse. And unfortunately, in this country and in California, uh, the extremes in terms of wealth and the pressure on the middle class and, and people who are struggling to get up have created these pressures for kids, too, as well. So we've got to help them. You just did a, a forum, a, a town hall on youth mental health, did you not? Earlier? Yes, I did with a wonderful specialist from Stanford. We're so lucky in the Bay Area between UCSF and Berkeley and Stanford. We've got some of the best people in the country looking at mental health for kids. And we know that this is a big issue coming out of COVID, hopefully coming out of COVID. Right. Uh, what, what was the takeaway then from that town hall that you did on mental health? I think the biggest takeaway is that we now know a lot of the stigma around mental health, fortunately, is gone away. So people realize they're real, legitimate, human behavioral health, mental health, uh, neuroscience issues that we're becoming so much more knowledgeable about. And there's support to help kids who've got depression or suicidal issues. Um, But we don't have enough people going into the field right now. So we've got to deploy all that information so that it can help kids and let them know they're not alone. Today's a perfect example. Kids get isolated and with the pandemic, they've been more isolated. So having you here, having the community here and giving them support is one of the best things we can do for kids' mental health. 
You know, you, you talk about resources, not enough therapists to go around, not enough funding, or right, to get uh, some of the mental health support in schools. When you look at expanding the support system, I mean, what needs the biggest boost? We need to get more people go into the field. Um, we have, uh, since we passed the Affordable Care Act, so-called Obamacare, uh, one of the big issues for me and others was parity between physical health and mental health. We were able to do that. And I, I think, and this is nonpartisan in the Congress, I uh, am chair of a subcommittee on health, and we work very closely with the Republicans and talk about the importance of this. So you don't hear about that, but it's, the stigma's gone away, the information's gone, is becoming more valuable, but we've got to deploy more resources to help kids. And kids are more isolated, you know, you've got two income households commuting a long way before COVID, um, you've got single parent households, and then you've got the disparity in wealth, so we don't have the middle class that we grew up in. Right. It's such a state issue when you talk about education, and you look at the state budget, and almost more than half of the state budget goes to education, yet we are still really lagging behind when it comes comes to the education of kids and getting them the help they need, like right. a, a, the mental health. Uh, how, on a federal level, are you able, as a congressperson, uh, able to attract some federal dollars to help California well, supply some of those uh, counselors for students? Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, our history in this country is that we wanted local control. Yeah. We want to let the states decide, because every community is different. Uh, so only about 10% of the funding for education comes from the federal level. Uh, having been involved with kids issues um, since I was in local government I was a probation officer at a juvenile court when I first got out of college wow. so at-risk kids yeah it just uh, that's an impressionable age right you get out of Congress and I was uh, seeing kids who live differently than I did uh, and being adjudicated stuck with me that this is this is a bad investment on multiple levels but our social models changed so much in those years. Um, so we just have to keep working at it. Um, I think we're making a real breakthrough. Here in Contra Costa in the Bay Area, education's a big issue for us. States like Massachusetts, where I came from, it's part of the culture. Uh, so we're getting back to that level, but we've got to attract and retain teachers, too. Uh, it's tough to be a teacher in the Bay Area with a high cost of living, and all of us know all it takes is one teacher in your lifetime to make a difference in your life. Now, you mentioned bipartisan cooperation that doesn't get a lot of press. I want to ask you now, just the, the, the mood in Washington, what are you feeling now? Are, are you feeling that there is more cooperation than, than perhaps is getting out? Or There is more that's getting out, because with all due respect um, to some people who provide news information um, anything that's controversial we know sells more gets more attention so the things we do collaboratively don't get the kind of attention that I, I wish they did H having said that um, the Congress is a reflection of the country right now um, we're very on big issues uh, we're very split we've got the assault weapon ban uh, today in the house I had to come home early for a health uh, appointment um, but I was part of that discussion all week and in the past weeks. I mean, it's hard for me to believe that you wouldn't want to ban assault weapons. I mean, I don't understand the rationale. When I would listen to my colleagues who are more conservative Republicans, I tell them that. I just, help me understand this, because I don't understand the need for it. So on those big issues, uh, we are very divided. But you look for opportunities to get work done. How are you feeling? You mentioned you're here for a health appointment. 
Uh, we, it's so good to see you in person Thanks. and see you well. And just wanted to find out how you're feeling. I'm great. Um, I do have a chronic form of cancer, uh, fortunately, because of American investments in the National Institutes for Mal um, Health and uh, the Cancer Institute. I can live a, a normal, extended life, whereas 10, 15 years, people with the same diagnosis I have wouldn't have been able to. So I'm good. Thank you for asking. But every day's a gift, man. I'm, yeah. I'm not as critical as I used to be. I'm with you. Well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by and talking to us. Really My pleasure. It's really delightful. Thanks for being here in Concord. Thank you, Congressman. Our guest, Congressman Mark DeSonia. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 